You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Blissful Living Podcast. I am the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. And I have an amazing guest uh, today. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about her in a few moments. But as you guys know, I like to start the show with allowing you to find a spot where you can sit relax, take some notes, um, have your favorite beverage, and tell your family to give you about 30 minutes so that you can really absorb the information that the guest is going to share because the guests always share nuggets of gold. And if you don't have something to write with to capture those nuggets of gold that you can use in your life immediately after the show, then sometimes it's missed. Although you can't always listen to the show over and over and over again. So, um, and I highly suggest that. I highly suggest that. In addition, if you like the show, please subscribe to the show and share it with everyone you love and care about and everyone you know. The more we can get the information out um, that the guests share, the better it is and the easier it is to for us to make the world a better place. So while you're doing that, let me take care of some business. Let me thank our first sponsor, Blissful Living, for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. Fabulous, fabulous um, information there about how you can uh, balance your pillars of wellness, wisdom, and wealth so you can step into not only having but living your dream life. In addition, they have some wonderful freebies that will help you do that, as well as uh, do-it-yourself programs and all kind of stuff just to help you step into unblocking that which is preventing you from living that dream life. And they have wonderful events. And one of the events coming up is called the Brave, Bold, and Unstoppable Woman Summit. And my guest is going to be a speaker at all of the locations. So you definitely want to tune in. Um, But the Brave, Bold, Unstoppable Woman Summits are happening in cities around the United States with the model and the premise of bringing women together unapologetically for being brave, bold, and unstoppable, but not only that, to support and connect and collaborate and network some of the most profound experiences I've had and transformations I've had in my businesses is when I've joined a community that supported me no matter where I was and helped me to elevate and rise to where I wanted to be. So, that is my tickler. And if you want more information, again, you can go to Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com, or you can go to www.unstoppable-womens-summit.com to find out how you can get the inside scoop and join us live at one of our events around the United States. Next sponsor I want to thank is All Day Cable Incorporated, which is a telecommunication installation company, first woman-owned, minority-owned a telecommunication installation company in the Western region of the United States, located in the heart of Silicon Valley. And it is a top 50 woman owned business in Silicon Valley. They've been in business since 1989, specializing in voice, data, fiber optic, cabling, wireless access points, audio, video, speaker systems, uh, monitors, whatever you need to make those telecommunications work effectively and efficiently 
the first time. And their motto is they make the right connections so that when you use the equipment that you need to use, you make the right connections with your customers and that you and those that you provide service to. So if you're looking for a telecommunications installation company that can set up your complete network distribution that's been around for since 1989 and has survived all the economies that we've had, you want to check out alldaycableinc.com. Okay, so now that you've had some time to gather some something to write with and you know, find your favorite place to sit and told the family to give you a few moments and you got your favorite beverage, water, tea, coffee, whatever it is. Let me tell you about my phenomenal guest today. So her name is Deborah, and I know I'm going to mess it up. Deborah Imrock. And wait, let me go back. It's Dr. Deborah Imrock. And Dr. Deborah has overcome many challenges to achieve her goals, everything from learning problems, car accidents, abuse, divorce, and cancer. She speaks from the heart using her story of overcoming negative messages and fears to help others shatter the lies of false horizons and negative messages that are stopping them from becoming all that they can become. Check this out. Her program, Raise, inspired by her studies in transformational learning and her application of them is designed to aid others in achieving and overcoming false horizons. And today's topic is the truth unveiled, shattering the lies that you have been told. And I know all of you out there watching have been told lies. I know I've been told lies and I had to figure out that they were actually lies. They were truths for other people that were placed upon me. And sometimes I embraced them thinking that they were my coat, my badge of courage. And they really, they really weren't. And so I am welcoming Dr. Deborah, because I don't really want to mess up the last name anymore. <laughs> Dr. Deborah to Blissful Living. How are you, Dr. Deborah? Well, I'm doing fantastic, and I'm so, so glad to be here. It might help a little. Um, one of the students, when I was teaching him, came up with Barack, Barack, like Barack oh. Obama, Barack, uh -huh. Barack. Okay, uh, Barack, Barack, I okay. Right. okay. I like that, I like that. But, but I kind of like, I like Amrock, too, you know. Amrock. <laughs> Amrock. Woman Rock. Yeah. Okay, let me. <laughs> Let me calm it down a bit. Um, thank you for saying yes to, for one, being a speaker, one of our like top speakers um, at our summits. Again, I mentioned to all of you that she is going to be speaking at all three of the Brave, Bold, and Unstoppable Women Summits this year. The first one starting in Washington, D.C., then we're going to be in Atlanta, and then we're going to bring it home to my lovely state, home place of stopping grounds, San Francisco. And so, Dr. Deborah, I wanted to start out and ask you um, precisely what do you mean when you say false horizons limit the decision? First of all, let's backtrack a little bit. False horizons, what is your definition of that and why do we embrace that? Okay, um, let's go back. First off, not my definition, is a man named Dr. Meswell. And it's, he did the transformational learning and leadership theory that I do. In fact, it's 
such an amazing theory that has been tested and tested and tested. And our own, starting back with Barack Obama, during his administration, our education department of our government has chosen to use that as the background on what they feel schools need to do and go forward. So it's, it's a huge theory. Um, he didn't set out thinking it would be. He was just a researcher. And his wife decided to go back to school and develop a profession in her 50s. And he's like, hmm. After all her kids were out, she thought, what next? And so he did this research project. And he started talking to women and doing this research. And he came up with one thing. I don't know if you remember City Slickers and yeah. Curly and one thing. And just like that one thing was different for everybody in the movie, the one thing he came up with was False Horizons. And it was mm -hmm. the one thing that's different for each of us. But what it does is it limits our decisions and our dreams going forward. It's like, um, like one time I was sleeping in a camper, in a bunk bed, and I sat up and banged my head into the top of the bunk bed. That's the false horizon. I could have scooted out from under it. I could have had somebody lift it up. It was one of those kind of bunk beds, but I slammed my head into it. And that's what often we do. And I believe, I take it a step further, my theory, <laughs> is that false horizons are made up of negative messages. And oh, these wow. negative messages impact us so much. It starts when we're small. And those are the most important, by the way. Because as small children, we're not able to reason through. If somebody tells us we're dumb, we think we are. If they tell us we're ugly or fat, we think we are. And every single one is, you were absolutely correct in saying we all have these false horizons. We all have these negative messages that affect us. Um, they come from everywhere. They come from teachers, good and bad, from families, toxic and non-toxic. They come from friends and bullies. And I really, really hurt and trying to get this in the schools, what I talk about, because I really hurt for the kids today with the online bullying, how they are so impacted by that negative that they're trying to kill themselves, and some do. I mean, this is serious. You know, right. we used to call it like smack talk. Well, smack talk hurts. Anytime somebody says something negative to you, particularly as a child, it hurts. I watch the kids' faces when it happens. And if I'm teaching them, we stop and we talk about it. And that that's, you said something really, really powerful there. Um, as children, when we hear negative things, it's like it's like a a slug that sticks onto you and you don't you can't let it go. Yes. Um, and I think of so many times when I was a child, little girl, um, I heard you're bossy or you're mean or you're, you know, or you're too skinny or you have too many freckles or, you know, you're ugly because of your freckles or whatever, you know, you, you know, you're not smart enough. You're not, you're not good enough to do this. You're not in the right place. And, um, and you carry that. You, you, I oh, you think do. sometimes we don't understand the damage we do to children's psyche by saying those things. And, and I don't always think that our parents or the adults around us or people that are around us mean it maliciously. Now kids, they mean it maliciously. Right. But I don't think the adults <laughs> do. And it was funny all my life. I've heard 
you're bossy. You're bossy. Well, I was the only girl in an all boy family, meaning I was the only granddaughter for my generation. Oh. My cousins were boys, you know, and so I had to be bossy because, <laughs> you know, otherwise, you I yourself. <laughs> but, you know, but it's, it's a negative connotation. And the other day I read something that, you know, bossy little girls should be told that they have great leadership skills because I grew up to be a leader. But if I thought about it the other way, you know, being bossy meant that, I, and I would always hear, you're bossy and you're mean. I, to me, it meant me being bossy was being mean and that, and they're two different things. So I think you made a really, really um, interesting point with regards to what we hear as children. And, and now with this online social media stuff, well, that's a whole nother topic. I think these parents today mm-hmm. allow the devices to be the times, the time thing for their children instead of them being the time right. thing for their children. I have kids, and this is and my kids are before all this devices stuff, but mine too. <laughs> I possibly spend, and they, you know, I'm not saying they didn't have these negative things put upon them or was said to them, but they didn't have it on social media. And they, and, you know, social media is just that moment in time. You can project that you're living your life any kind of way on social media and then not even be for real. So, um, Thank you for yes. saying that about the children, because I think we really need to, as parents and um, adults, we really need to pull back from allowing the children to be babysat by an iPad at two years old and utilize that for things growing up. It's We're in a society that is not getting better. We're getting actually worse. And um, by allowing our devices to babysit our children, um, it, it's a horrible, horrible thing. So I didn't mean to interrupt, but I think you missed no, it very. Fine. Yeah, and, and those horizons are false. They're not ours, you know. But um, we interpret them as ours when we're we're young because that's all we hear and that's all we know. So yeah, it, it really you. is. And, and I know I said good teachers and good parents. I mean, just a real quick example on that because people what. <laughs> Yeah, you can have good teachers and good parents who don't have a clue. <laughs> and exactly. let's say Johnny, let's say Johnny's great in everything. I mean, spelling, speaking, acting, sports, everything. But he can't do math. And I use math because I can't do math. <laughs> so let's say he's great at everything. So mom and the t- teacher and dad, they all get together in the family and they say, wow, if we can get Johnny to do math well, he'll be totally well-rounded. Who knows what? He can be some kind of rocket science or something. Who knows? But, you know, Johnny tries and tries and he still can't do math because that point, so Johnny's going, I'm dumb. He doesn't see that he can do all these other things. Johnny just interprets because they're pushing me so hard and I can't do it. I'm dumb. And why I'm saying that is because my biggest message, if I could get anything across to people, is that it's okay if you're not perfect at everything. No one is. Not Johnny, not you, not me, not anybody, not even the smartest person you know is good at everything. And for some reason, I don't understand. We think we're supposed to be. I've done it. I know we all have. You know, it's like, don't tell anybody I can't do this. You know, or I'll pretend I can do math and I'll have the calculator under the table. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
<laughs> but we're dating ourselves, you know, calculators. Do kids even use calculators or do they just type it in their device and get the answer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the whole point is exactly that. And when you can start moving things from the right side, which is our emotion that tells us we got to be really good at everything and ashamed at the things we can't do, and we move it to the left side, which is our logic, then you're freed. You're absolutely free because it's okay when people say, you know what, I really can't do math. What do you mean you can't do math? I mean, I can't. I have a calculator and I'm not even that good at with this, you know? It's okay. And when you get to that point, when I got to that point where I could say I couldn't do something and it was okay with me, I watched other people and they like stepped back and relaxed because I think that told them it's okay. Um, another example I just had, um, I got these hearing aids. I haven't been able to hear since my children were small, but I thought, oh, if I get hearing aids, people are going to make fun of me. The kids are going to make fun of me when I'm in front of them. Um, it's a, a stigma. But somebody pointed out recently, we have glasses. We don't think, think about putting glasses on. doesn't mean we're old. doesn't mean we're horrible. doesn't mean anything. It just means we need help in a certain area. So I started when I did finally said, okay, I'm going to get the hearing aids. I'm tired of not knowing what everybody's saying, having the TV turned up too high. I'm going to get the hearing aids. And when I got that, I was proud of telling everybody, I'm getting hearing aids. And everybody's going, that's so cool. And, this, <laughs> and they're going, yeah, why, why do we think that's a stigma to have hearing aids? I said, because that's what we do. We put this negative stuff on us. And when we're embarrassed, other people can attack us actually <laughs> they can attack us and but when we make it okay and so I go to school and when I'm I'm working in music with the kids um they have the colloquial implants and just last Sunday I was at a restaurant and this, the mother said she wants to say hi to you you were her teacher and I was only doing it with music and she goes hi to me and as soon as she moved, I saw the implant. I said, oh, Gifford, yeah, my hearing aids too. And when I did that in class, the kids all came up to look at my hearing aids and they weren't intimidated. They didn't make fun of me. They didn't make fun of her. And um, the other kids in the class, I couldn't hear. And it was a wonderful moment because when you're able to say, you know what, I just can't do that. I need help. Who here can help me? It takes intimidation of who you are away from people. And people are able to say, you know what? I can't do it either. Anybody else here can do it. And right. it's a wonderful moment. I love it. I love, um, for one, I love about, you know, the, the children with the cochlear, cochlear implants. And I love cochlear that you're saying it too. I can't talk either. <laughs> you know, and I love that you shared the story about the, the hearing aids. Because back in the day, they used to be really big. And, um, you know, I remember my, my mother-in-law, um, she would turn the TV up so loud. Oh my gosh, you could hear it in Alabama and we lived in California. But um, I asked her, I said, why don't you just go get hearing aids? You, you know, you doctor, you've been approved. You're, and she's like, she was very vain. And she said, well, I don't want people making fun of me because I have that big thing on my ear. And I said, so you would rather go and not be able to hear than to be able to hear and have something on your ear. Right. And she said, yeah, I absolutely would because here she is, this is, you know, she was this lady that was probably in her late seventies or eighties at the time. And she still did not, she still did not want to be made fun of. And so I think um, it's, it's all the stuff that we hear as children, you know, as particular and, 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 you know, in, 
it, it's not always a good thing. I want to ask you, why? Why do we identify with these false horizons? Even, even, and I'm not, I want to move from the child to, to the adult. Even as an adult, we still harbor and hold on to those false horizons like they're our own and they're really not. Why is that? Honestly, I'm going to take it back to the kid <laughs> because, okay, you're five. You hear these things. You're 10. You hear these things and they're adding, they're growing the things you're hearing. And then you're 15 and then you're 20. And I even had at um, 20 in college, I had a professor look at me and said, because of some of the learning disabilities, I can't do grammar and spelling, though I have a book coming out. <laughs> and I've also written for magazines, so what can I say? Uh, it's called an editor. Yeah. It's called an editor. <laughs> Somebody else who can. But, you know, he looked at me and said, too bad, you have great and brilliant thoughts. Nobody will ever hear you. Duh, speaking. <laughs> and I bought into it because of all the things as I'm going up and people telling me I'm limited or saying I can't do something. And as we grow and we grow and it just becomes literally, let's say, an old, comfortable shoe and a ratty rope is comfortable. We hide in it. Because to do the opposite, and don't get me wrong, is scary when I'm stepping out on my old rope and putting on some new clothes. It's hard, but we're comfortable there even though we don't like it. And when we get rid of it, it's scary because what if we fail? But again, if we fail, do something else. It's okay. You can fail. Fail doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means that something you did didn't work. Maybe you need to change it up a little bit. Maybe you need to try something else. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And, and you know, for anybody listening, if you're an adult and you have, you're an adult and you can relate to what our conversation is and you have children, um, you know, these are words of wisdom that Dr. Deborah is sharing that you can begin to set a different pathway for yourself and your yeah. children. You know, I a long time ago when I first started my business, um, you know, someone told me, an older lady who was a mentor, I love her to pieces, um, told me that there is no thing as failure. It's just learning how to do something differently the next time. And you may do it differently the next time and it still may not work. And you do it again differently, but eventually, eventually, you will be success. And I think of Oprah Winfrey, who was told she oh. wasn't, you know, she wasn't pretty enough to be a broadcaster. She wasn't, <laughs> her body wasn't sexy enough. She didn't have the, you know, she came from the South, so she didn't have the right, you know, eloquent dialogue or whatever it is. And if she would have stopped and let those people that were naysayers and held on to their false beliefs or false horizon that they were trying to put upon her, we wouldn't have seen the great things that she's done today. And so um, if you're a woman or a man and you're out there listening to yeah. our conversation, don't hold on to something that someone says about you that you don't believe it until they can prove it right. Do not believe it. And nine times out of 10, they will not be able to prove it right because yeah. it's a false horizon. And, and even if something is true, the, another part later on that I do in the RISE program is I show you how to take truths. And I don't know if you ever heard uh, going on a bear hunt. 
I'm going on a bear hunt. Well, you you get to these obstacles and you can't go over, can't go under, can't go around it. So you go through it. I like to call it Hulk smash through it. We can Hulk smash through these things. I can't do grammar and spelling. So I have a, I pay $157 for a Grammarly program that gives me all that tells him when to use a semicolon, a colon, which I'll never understand. Or why do you have that? <laughs> um, I pay for an editor. They're my words. They're my thoughts. But somebody else can clean up the grammar because, honestly, I don't even like it. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I mean, um, there's so many things that we have available to us today that can help us jump over that bridge of yeah. those false horizons. Yeah, if it's poured into us. Exactly. If it's not, just throw it over there in the corner and let it sit. <laughs> That's the key. If it's important to us, if you want to make the change, if you want to uh, create your own beautiful horizon, then there are things available to us. Let me ask you this. If someone is listening to us or watching us and they are feeling like um, they they just want to, they've harbored all these false horizons and they're wearing them on their shoulders and their shoulders are like so weighted down and they, they're really searching for some relief. Um, what would you say to that person um, about how they can get relief from all that weight of those false horizons? Well, one, join the live summit on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm comfortable to live in uh, wherever we are. Um, definitely, I'll be giving more there. Um, but just kind of real quick, I'll go through Rise real fast here because I see we only have about five minutes. So. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, the R is reconnaissance. Like an army goes out and they try to seek out the enemy. You have to start seeking out, what do I have in the back of me? Sometimes we're so comfortable, we don't even know what we're thinking. And so I encourage people to always get out a pad of paper, carry it with you, use your phone, the notes on it, and start writing down those things you think when you think them. Like I, you're doing something, you think, well, I'm too dumb for that. Okay, put that in there. Or I'm not pretty enough. I'm not creative enough. Oh, I couldn't do something like that. Why? You know, investigate that. Why do you think you can't do something like that? And, and write these things down. And then A is for analyze. Um, you look at them and some, when you get that list, you look at it and go, wow, that's probably a lie. Well, except for, as soon as you say except for, that's a lie. <laughs> I'm telling you, because you're always going to qualify it. So let's say um, I'm fat. You know, uh, a lot of us deal with that as women, even when we're not. I was 119 pounds, skinny as can be after my kids. And I thought it was fat because we have that stigma put on us, right? You were too skinny. I was too fat. Now I'm getting skipped too skinny. <laughs> you, know, so, um, you know, look at that and say, wow, is that even true? Not really. Okay, so then I have a fun little activity we do that moves it from the right to the left and we throw it away. Get rid of the lies. And there's a bunch left over and that's CI, investigate. So, okay, some of these things are true. First off, is anything in that list not important? I, I'm not athletic. I don't want to be athletic. It's okay. You know, so just throw that away too because it doesn't really matter. Remember, it's okay if you're not athletic. It's okay if you can't do everything. Um, you know, but if it's something that's important to you, is we go back to the bear hunt. Is there a way over, under, around, or Hulk smash through it? Is there something I can do? Is there a program out there with all the wonderful internet and, and all the different 
um, videos and all kinds of programs out there at our touch now. Is there something I can do to learn this? Maybe take a class if it's important to me. Maybe whatever, get some help from somebody. You, you look for ways to go around that if it's important. And as the support, the support is huge, huge, huge. Um, you don't want somebody who's going to tell you you can do everything because you can't. Right. So you want that person. You don't want that group. You don't want somebody who's like writing groups that I've joined in the past, want to take your baby and decimate it. Uh, you don't want people who are going to be so rude and tell you, well, you know, you're just too stupid to do something like that. You don't want that. You want to look for somebody who's going to challenge you and help you. Um, whether it's a group, a mentor, um, a friend, a sister, a brother, what um, you want to find somebody who's going to say, ask you the hard questions. Like, is this really something you want to do? Why? And maybe bring up some things, but in a gentle way that doesn't give you more bad messages that you're already dealing with. Um, and E is just engage. Just do it. I have to admit, um, it's a secret, but it's multiple love. I have I'm a Star Trek person and I love the captains always have something that they say, um, you know, at the end to make the pilot take off and go into the horizon. And my favorite captain is Captain Picard. And he says one of the most wonderful things. He says, make it so engage. So just do it. Just do the steps. And it's a lot more complicated in the book, but you get the general idea of my program. I love it. And I was a, I'm, I was a old school Star Trek, so you know, I was like James T. Kirk. I knew I liked you. <laughs> I was like James T. Kirk and Dr. Spock in the game. And, oh, know, yeah. You know, when TV, when TV wasn't as, t not TV like it is today. Um, but I, I, you know, it's so true. And I, I thank you for sharing the steps and the work, the processes through and in how we can really raise our false horizons up to right. our true horizons, which is where we should be and what we should be doing anyways. So now if someone wanted to connect with you or get more engaged with you and, and have you help them through they're uh, shattering their false horizons. How do they do that? Um, they can actually get on my website and send me a message. It's actually pretty easy. It's www.debra period. No, sorry. That's my email. DebraMarock.com. Very simple. Just my name. And they can shoot me something and I would be happy or to they can watch the, they can join or us. They can show up on Friday. Right. <laughs> you know, and I'm not really sure if people are gonna actually hear the audio of this, but the, this video will be up on my YouTube channel right now. Yeah, away. but if they go look to my website, they'll see the wonderful yes. ad I did for you. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and or if you're in the cities of the Washington DC area or Atlanta, oh, Atlanta or San Francisco area, San Francisco Bay Area, I, California. You have got to come see Dr. Deborah. I, I can't wait to be there and be inspired myself. I know <laughs> we're going to laugh, cry, grow together is going to be amazing. And amazing. I, you, you can never get enough positive. You really can't. You really can't. With all the negative things that happen in the world that's thrown in our faces 24-7 constantly. I mean, right. you know, one day it's my dream to... 
uh, create a positive news network because there's a lot of positive in the world. And I want to say it's probably more positive than negative, but you know, the negative stuff has such a heavier weight in itself. And so well, I, I don't know, but it does. I don't either. I don't either. But anyways, that's, that's for a whole nother show and a whole nother business. Yes. <laughs> you know, I need to, I need to connect with Miss Oprah Winfrey. Maybe she can, you know, give me, give me a, a, a words of advice and words of wisdom on how, how, or if that is actually possible in the world that we live in today. But exactly. with that being said, I want to thank you, Dr. Deborah Mrock. Oh, thank you. Yes, on the Blissful Living Podcast. And I want to thank all of you watching and listening. Um, I've enjoyed this conversation and I know you've got nuggets of gold that not can only help you, but can also help your family members, your friends, your children, your you know, your associates, your colleagues, and even your employees that you may work with or may, that may work for you. Um, the more we can get this information out about shattering false horizons, the better our society will be, especially for our young people growing up. Especially in the people, yeah. world. Um, there's so much going on with that. And I can do a whole 17 shows on just that alone, but that's for another time. All right, everybody. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Please share the show with everyone you love and care about. Subscribe so you can get advanced notification of the guests. And I want to thank our sponsors, Blissful Living for You. Go check them out because you can get information about the summits when you look at the events tab, as well as All Day Cable Inc. Um, and to all of you, thank you so much. I would not have been able to have this show for the last almost 14 years um, without a strong following and people that believe in the messages of the guests that I bring upon the show. So thank you all so very much. I am Rochelle Marie Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, and I'm wishing you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. May you go forth and have an absolutely amazingly beautiful, fabulous day. Until next time, goodbye for now, everybody. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on BlissfulLivingForYou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.